I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I had a question sent in to me on the Instagram live the other night, asking me what I thought or who my prediction is for the 2024 Dally M medalist. And I know it is pretty early to have a look at that sort of stuff and all that, but got sent in the question. I answered it, you know, in two or three minutes without giving it too much thought because I was on live. But I thought, you know what, I might go and have a look through the competition and just have a closer look at it uh, at how I potentially uh, see it playing out. So we'll just have a look at the... Dalian medal for 2023. Uh, now, obviously, this year it was changed a little bit the way that we do it. Previously, uh, every game we'd handed out three, two, one. Uh, this year we handed out three, two, one, um, but there was two lots of it. So if you were the best player on the field, you would essentially get six points. Uh, which you know whether it worked or not, I, I I don't really know. I think it's a bit of a much of a muchness, but anyway, uh, that's completely fine uh, if that helps people think that it's a little bit more even or uh, less bias or whatever it might be. So be it. That's completely fine with me. Uh, but we so the way that it did play out, obviously, was that Kalen Ponga, uh, he won the Dalian medal in 2023. A little bit controversial. A lot of people thought that Sean Johnson uh, should have won it. And look, I've I spoken about this, you know, quite a bit at the time. Did SJ have a good enough season to win the Dalian medal? I personally think he did. Uh, but, I mean, Kalen Ponga, I think he only ended up playing 16 games or something like that. A lot of those games uh, were played out of position as well when he was playing 5-8 at the start of the season. So, I, you know, if KP did enough on the run home to win it, that's sort of how it goes sometimes. Uh, so I'm not sure if the way that they changed the system or whatever it might be, if it really impacted that at all. Uh, but you have a look. Sorry, uh, he played 20 games of 
first grade uh, this year, but that includes finals games as well, doesn't it? Yeah, so he played, uh, that means he played 28 games. Uh, sorry, that means he played 18 games and one of them uh, was injury affected. He only played the first minute in round two. Uh, and then he played a 53-minute game uh, a few weeks after that as well. So look, SJ played a lot more games than KP. I think if SJ was the best player, he would have won it. I think KP did enough in those games to bring it home. Uh, for me, I think Kalen Ponga is a very good shot to win it again. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I look at Kalen Ponga and I look at what he did in season 2023. Obviously took home the Dalian medal, was incredible. Uh, but, you know, as we just said, he played the first few games of the season out of position. Uh, you have a look at uh, round one, round two, he played 580, then had a six-week spell. Uh, he came back off the bench in round eight, then round nine, 10, uh, sorry, round 9, 11, and 12, he played 5-8 as well. Then he moved back to fullback, and that's really where he started to light it up for the season. Uh, now, if you go back to the start of last preseason, you look at Kalen Ponga, he, looks, he looked very different this time last year to what he looks now. He looks a lot more leaner now, and I think that the extra weight that he put on to be able to defend in the front line to play 5-8, he took that role very, very seriously. Like, just eyeballing him in the preseason, it was very evident that he had put on a lot of muscle to prepare himself for that role. Uh, I personally think that KP, when he's lighter, when he's trimmer, that's when he's at his absolute best. And I think you saw that last year at the back end of the season. You could see that he obviously pulled himself back a little bit throughout the season. He'd lost a little bit of that size. And the longer the season went, the better KP got, in my opinion, because he got closer and closer to his fullback body. There was a lot of other things that played a role, but I I think that was a big one. So if you have a look at him heading into season 2024, he knows he's going to be the fullback. There's no more movement there. That's where he will be, and he will have a preseason at fullback. So I think KP potentially what we saw at the back end of last year that might have been a little entree to what we're going to see in 2024. So I'd probably have KP right up there as my favourite. The other reason why I really like KP uh, is that you have a look at the rest of his spine, uh, especially, you know, uh, in the nine role. I think next year they're going to have Jaden Braley and Phoenix Crossland who are going to be job sharing. Uh, so very hard for hookers that are job sharing to steal too many points off a fullback playing 80 minutes. Uh, both are very good players, no doubt about that. But I think it'll be like a 50 30 sort of minutes split there at the Newcastle Knights. Uh, so I can't see him losing too many points to his hookers. I think that the halves, uh, Jackson Hastings, friend of the show, good mate of mine, absolutely love Jacko, but he's not really a running half. Uh, he's very much square up the line and just create space for Kalen Ponga. And I think it's been really influential in the career of Kalen Ponga and how it played out last year, the role that Jackson played and what he brought to the club. But Jacko's not the sort of guy that's going to stack up Dally M points, in my opinion. They you know, they they share out the general play kicking quite a bit. Jackson's probably the dominant kicker, but Tyson does a lot. So I, I just can't see Jackson stacking up a heap of Dally M points. He's just not that sort of player that this award um, sort of rewards points for. Uh, I then look at Tyson Gamble, who, granted, he's probably more likely to collect a bit more Dally M points than, than, than probably Jackson is because he does have bigger highs and whatnot, higher ceilings. Uh, but once again, he's not the dominant half in this game, in this side. Uh, it is Jackson Hastings, and then KP is the strike weapon. Gamble will steal points here and there, but not enough to worry KP, in my opinion. For example, Tyson Gamble was fucking extraordinary last year, and KP still shit in for a Dalian medal. So I really like KP to go back-to-back. If he can just stay on the field and stay fit and stay conscious, um, I think he should probably be the favorite to go back-to-back. That night side doesn't change too much. 
they don't really have like an Adenfanua Blake or a Payne Haas or, you know, an Isaiah, one of these like top 10 forwards in the competition that steals points off everyone. They've got a forward pack that just everyone does their job. Uh, so I think KP is a very good shout. It's hard for outside backs to collect too many points. And the reality is whenever their outside backs are collecting point, KP is having a hand in it. Uh, so he's always going to be collecting Dally M points. So I think KP, he probably needs to be the favorite. He picked up the goal kicking as well, which which does help that sort of stuff when you get in big moments and he's, you know, throwing goals over and collecting two more points. It all plays a role. So KP, he'd be my favorite. Obviously, Nathan Cleary has to be up there. I think you could make an argument that, you know, he, he played some very good footy last year, Nathan Cleary. Missed a lot of footy as well. Didn't play as much as we'd hoped for. Missed a number of weeks. Still end up with 48 Dally M points. Uh, KP finished with 56. So we got pretty close to KP, especially when you also consider that Dylan Edwards and Isaiah Yeo were both in the top 10 as well. So they stole a lot of points away from Nathan Cleary, whereas KP, there isn't a single Newcastle Knight on the rest of that list until you get down to about 15 or 16. So I think Nathan Cleary has to be considered once again. Uh, he is obviously the dominant ball player there. He's coming into his absolute prime over the next few years. This is something that Nathan Cleary hasn't won yet, so it obviously will be a goal for him. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. This is something that him and Ivan would talk about. So I think Nathan KP... They're probably the ones that I automatically want to go to. They're my two favorites. Outside of that, though, I think Scott Drinkwater has to be right up there. Scott Drinkwater started the season pretty poorly, as did the North Queensland Cowboys. He finished with 50 Dally M points at the end of the season. Uh, so Scott Drinkwater is going to be right up there again. I think especially if the Cowboys can get back to some decent form, uh, I think Drinky, he's going to pick up a lot. And there's there's other guys in that side that steal points off Drinky. I'm not so much worried about Chad, but Tommy Dearden's a fantastic player. Uh, you've obviously got Reese Robson who plays, you know, big minutes there as well. So they have got other guys there. You've got, you know, Nanai that scores a, a, a lot of tries off kicks and whatnot. Uh, you've got guys like Ruben Cotter, Tamalolo. A lot of forwards that get a lot of attention as well. So that's what does make it hard for Drinky. But everything the Cowboys do well, they do it through Scott Drinkwater. So he'll be right up there again. If the Cowboys are playing good footy, he's the real Smokey. Kempi nominated him last year as his Smokey for the Daily M. And based on the way he played and how the Cowboys went. It is pretty impressive uh, that he got to 50 daily end points and just fell short there. So Scotty Drinkwater, he's another one that I've got on my list. Nico Hines, he obviously won the daily M in 2021, 2022, sorry, 20, yeah, no, 2022 he won the daily M. 2023 he came back and he sort of flew under the radar a little bit. Uh, Kalen Ponga won it with 56 points. Nico Hines had 54, so he was very, very close. I've got Hines a little bit further down the list this year. I'm not totally convinced this combination with Braden Chindle is going to be perfect. I think that the beauty of Nico Hines when it comes to a Dalian and medal is that he had Matt Moylan, who was happy to sit back and just let Nico control this entire side and run everything. It allowed Nico to be super ball dominant. Potentially, Braden Chindle does the exact same thing, uh, but I, I don't think he's that sort of a footballer, to be honest with you. I don't think that's getting the best out of Braden Trindle. So I probably have got Nico Hines a little bit further down that list. Reese Walsh is the other one that we need to be well and truly aware of. He finished with four 42 last year. Um, played some fantastic footy, Reese Walsh. I think he lost some points uh, from being suspended or something. The way the Broncos play, they've got a lot of strike everywhere. That's the only problem that hurts him between Adam Reynolds, between... 
Payne Haas, these sort of guys take a lot of points off Reese Walsh. But similar to the Cowboys, whenever the Broncos are doing something well, it's coming through Reese Walsh. And the way that he is able to just cut teams apart on the edges, he'll be right up there again. But he has got more guys to steal points. So I would still have Kalen Ponger as my top one. I would have Nathan Cleary probably my next one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The other guy we have to talk about is Tommy Turbo. Has to get a feature here. He is in a classic team where if he is fit and he is on the field and they are winning, he will collect a lot of Dally M points. Uh, they're going to be two-prong at hooker next year, Lachlan Croker and um, Chan Kum Tong next year. Uh, so that helps him. I think that if you have a look at the, you know, you're going to have DC, you're going to have Luke Brooks, a combination that I really like, but I still think Turbo will be the dominant force there. He's a fan favorite, Turbo. So if he can stay fit the entire season, a Manly can be not even a top eight, side, just a top 10 side and be relevant, I think Turbo is a very, very good shout. And I think he's the sort of guy that he will have plays every single week. And I think that he could be a guy that could benefit off having these six points available every week because I think he'll collect one to three most weeks that Manly are just in the game. They don't even have to win up for Turbo to take home points, in my opinion. Uh, so those are the guys I'm probably looking at very closely, but I do think KP and Cleary are my two favorites. Then I would probably have Drinky just after that. I have my worries about all the other guys, whether it be combinations in their team, other players stealing points off them, et cetera, et cetera. Sean Johnson, we spoke about him earlier in the podcast. He obviously came second last year. He had a tremendous season for the New Zealand Warriors. Roger Tuovasa-Shek walks back in this year. He's going to be very good. You would assume he probably plays in the centres by the sounds of it, uh, which I think helps Sean Johnson. I think this is his other advantage as well. Wade Egan's a very good nine, but he's not an electrifying nine. He's not going to steal too many points. Not sure who the 5'8's going to be. A few options there, but no one that probably steals limelight off SJ. And uh, I love the fullback. He's an absolute gun. But once again, he isn't in that ilk of your Kalen Pongas, your Tommy Turbos, your Drinkwaters, these sort of guys. So SJ's in a good spot once again. I just think that at SJ's age and everything, I think that if he didn't win it this year, I probably can't see him getting it next year. That doesn't mean he's going to play fantastic footy. I just don't think he's going to be as high on the Dally M's as what he was this year, especially when you're, the Warriors are coming from the bottom to the top. You get a little bit more attention, which you could argue is the, exactly the same with the Newcastle Knights. doesn't shock me that you know a Knights player and a Warriors player finish at the top dragging their teams up. A little bit less expectation, a little bit more of a surprise, and it felt like these guys are really carrying their sides. I just got a feeling that SJ plays really consistent uh, and good footy, but I just don't think he'll get to that that, that huge heights of whoever wins this Dally M. Uh, the other guy there that I want to talk about, Harry Grand, he did really well last year in the Dally M count. I didn't actually think he played his greatest footy last season, but he still finished with 47 Dally M points. To be fair, it was also probably the quietest season we've seen from Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes in quite 
some time. Uh, so Harry Grant could have picked up extra points there. But I think Harry Grant is one that also needs to be considered. Finished on 47 last year. Not wildly that far behind KP. Obviously did play a number of more games than him. Uh, Latrell Mitchell is the other name we have to mention. I just I worry with that South Sydney side if there's just too many chefs there when it comes to Dally M points. I think they're going to go very well next season. I think they'll be very hard to beat. But just with Cody, Latrell, Cookie, Jack Whiten joining now as well. I just, I'm just not sure if there's going to be enough points available for Latrell to be able to get on top of, say, a Kalen Ponga. For me, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I could see them if they were to finish in the top four in Newcastle, finish in the, you know, the bottom four of the top eight. I could still see KP collecting a lot more points than Latrell because he's got less competition for those points. So that's sort of how I see it at the moment. I don't think a forward will be winning it. I know Payne Haas, Adenfenua Blake had very good seasons last year. Uh, Adenfenua Blake in particular, probably the best season he has played. Realistically, didn't get close to Kalen Ponga. Finished 12 points below him. Uh, finished 11 points behind SJ. 10 points behind Nico Hines. So I just can't see a forward getting it. Payne Haas, he could have the most incredible season ever, but I just don't think he'll be able to get right up there with these high ceiling guys, especially with Adam Reynolds, Reese Walsh, these sort of guys uh, that I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. So as much as it is, I guess you could say the boring answer, I do just think that Kalen Ponga, how I would probably have him as my favourite, as you know, a full preseason playing his preferred position, his best position in a side that doesn't have a stack of guys stealing points. I reckon KP is every chance uh, and a very good chance to go back to back if he stays fit the entire season. And you just simply can't rule out Nath Cleary with the sort of football he's playing at the moment. Off the back of that grand final and the points that he managed to get last year, still, uh, you would have to think that he's going to be there and thereabouts. I think Drinky is the big smoky for me. Scotty Drinkwater, the big. Smoky. I have my concerns about Nico Hines. Maybe I am being a little bit over the top with that, though, and I'm happy to wear that if so. But there are other guys in that team that I think will, will take some points as well. Uh, so for me, all things are pointing at KP or Nathan Cleary uh, with Scotty Drinkwater as my Smoky. That's my way too early predictions for the Daily M of 2024.